0: Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This, of course, is Stinchfield, the podcast. It is so great to be along with you, brought to you by Midas Gold Group, of course. Hey, last night we had the debates, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, what a dumpster fire that was. But President Trump at a town hall, I'm telling you, this man is surging. This man has never been in as good a position he is for any election, including when he was an incumbent, as he is right now. So impressive. And then this morning uh, before his court case in New York, you know, closing arguments, the judge decided not to allow him to give his own closing arguments. Um, He's on fire again. We'll go through that. I'm going to go through some of the Fannie Willis stuff and how CNN uh, is so wrong when it comes to presidential immunity and how President Trump certainly has presidential immunity in everything he did while he was president. Fannie Willis, on the other hand, does not have presidential immunity. This rogue prosecutor down in Georgia, she's a radical. Of course, Stinchfield, the podcast, is brought to you by Midas Gold Group. Uh, 855-322-GOLD. Uh, look, with everything we're going on now, we see inflation up. Midas Gold Group can help you. Don't wait. Put some money into gold. Midas Gold Group can help you. Veteran-owned. Love the guys over there. Let's get the show started. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is... Is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, folks, it is so great to be along. Um, President Trump today doing what President Trump does best. He was uh, at the uh, courthouse today and uh, he talked about what's going on in New York as only President Trump can do. Um, great job. He wanted to give closing arguments to this fraud trial in New York, and I don't understand why the judge doesn't allow him to give closing arguments. If you want Rick Flair to give your closing arguments, then let Rick Flair give your closing arguments. And President Trump was a former president, the president of the United States. If that man wants to give his closing arguments, let him. But apparently, the judge didn't. So we get this from President Trump.
1: Which. It's election interference at the highest level. It's a disgrace. It's in coordination with the White House and Joe Biden. He can't win a campaign fairly. And uh, we're going through it. But you know, it is indeed a terrible Which out. We're going to have a news conference a little bit later on. As you know, I want to speak. I want to make this summation. Uh, at this moment, the judge is not letting me make the summation because I'll bring up things that he doesn't want to hear. And uh, it's a very unfair trial. Nobody's seen anything like this. I don't think they've ever seen anything like this. We have a situation where a statute was used that doesn't give me a jury, so I have no jury. I really have no rights, and, it's, uh, and nobody, nobody thinks it's constitutional people. Legal scholars are writing about it like it's something they've never seen before. So it's uh, interference, it's political
0: interference, um, and it's something that shouldn't be allowed. So I am. Uh- it shouldn't be allowed, and it is political interference. It, it is election engineering. Same thing. What's going on in Fulton County? Same thing with Jack Smith. You know, in Fulton County, with Fannie Willis, her her lovebird now—that's her special prosecutor—goes up and meets with the White House counsel. So literally, they're colluding with the White House, the president's chief opponent, in President Trump, Joe Biden's chief opponent. She's using the Fulton County prosecutor to to stick her nose in this election. This is what Venezuela is made of. We've talked about that over and over again, but I can't say it enough. I I don't want to like reiterate the basics to you over and over again. But this trial in New York, for instance, Jeffrey Epstein's mansion just sold for $18 million. This is his Palm Beach mansion. It uh is down the road from President Trump. It's not even close to the size of President Trump's. Marilago. Marilago's on I don't know how many acres, fifty acres. It goes from the ocean all the way to the intercoastal, maybe larger than fifty acres. It's it, it's so big. Jeffrey Epstein's mansion sold for $18 million and they tore it down, by the way. What do you think Marilago is worth? They were claiming that Marilago was worth $12 million, $15 million. That doesn't make any sense. The house next to Marilago sold for $12 million four years ago. Four years ago, President Trump bought this so long ago, and that house that sold for twelve million is pales in comparison to Mar-a-Lago. So the other side to to, to this case in New York, think about this: they're trying President Trump under the idea that he duped the big banks in New York to giving him favorable interest rates because he inflated his financial position. So it doesn't matter that he paid the loans back. It doesn't matter that no bank was ever harmed in any of this. He, he all, all the debts were paid. But Fannie Willis says they were harmed even though the bank said they weren't because they gave him favorable interest rates. Do you know how competitive these banks are with interest rates and how they would fight for someone's business like president Trump's the other side of this too, is you don't just take financial statements. You send your own appraiser. I had a trucking company for many, many years when I would buy a new set of lanes to run trucks in from Dallas to Houston, Dallas to Oklahoma city, those kinds of things. I'd take a note out. Maybe it's a couple hundred thousand. Maybe it's 400,000. I thousand. I'd take a note out to buy those lanes the bank didn't take my word for it as to what my trucks are worth, what my assets are as my company. The bank sends an appraiser out to look at the assets of my company, look at all the trucks, and then appraise them. If they're doing that for my little company that's worth two and a half, three million $3 million, what do you think they're doing for a company that's worth billions? You better believe they're sending an appraiser out there, especially when you're dealing with hotels and the like. So, you know, President Trump is up against it. I predict he's going to lose in New York, not because he deserves to lose, but because the system is rigged. There is a uh, a judge there who cannot be trusted. And this, in the end, will go all the way to the Supreme Court, which then leads me to why the Supreme Court is so important. Um, so this is... <laughs> This is uh, Senator um, Sheldon Whitehouse talking about what he dubs as Trump's Supreme Court, which is ridiculous. Yes, the Supreme Court is a firewall for President Trump. Thank God it is there. But I believe many of these cases will be ruled on unanimously, even by the liberal justices in the Supreme Court. So this is Sheldon Whitehouse. Listen,
2: every single one of these, the criminal cases, uh, the fraud case
0: the defamation
2: case, uh, the separate related case about his uh, immunity, Trump's immunity. All of that sets a really important set of historic questions for this country to answer. And many of them are going to end up in front of a very MAGA-ized Supreme Court.
0: So a MAGA-ized Supreme Court, he says. Well, it's maga in the fact that President Trump had his appointments there that has turned it into a very good conservative Supreme Court, but it's a Supreme Court that now, at least the majority of justices, is going to look at the case, decide on the rule of law. I don't think any of these justices are biased towards President Trump. I think their sole goal is to look at the rule of law, look at how it's written textually, and determine whether it's constitutional or not. Alina Haba, my very good friend, who is President Trump's attorney, she's doing such a fabulous job, was on Fox News. She responded to Sheldon Whitehouse calling it a MAGA-ized Supreme Court.
2: It's the narrative they love to do to scare you, right? To make you think that the Constitution actually isn't correct on this one, that it's just in fact that we have a Supreme Court that is MAGA-ized. I mean, I've never heard them use a phrase that is all positive. Make America great again. It's not destroy America. It's not corrupt our children, open our borders. It's make America great again. And they use it to scare these incredibly radical left people and to make them believe that the Supreme Court, the highest court in this country, would be as radical and ridiculous as some of the corrupt Soros-backed AGs and DAs that I've seen in court uh, against Donald Trump.
0: It's all President Trump wants to do is make America great again, again. Yet what do you hear out of Joe Biden's mouth? MAGA extremists. What the hell is a MAGA extremist? You want to extremely make America great again? Like, we want to make it the greatest it's ever been. The best America. That's a MAGA extremist to me. You know what a MAGA extremist really is to them, though. I mean, let's run it down. A MAGA extremist to the left is someone who believes in the Constitution, is someone who believes in individual liberty, is someone who firmly believes that we, you, me, us, are better off at making decisions for our families and ourselves than the government ever is. That's a MAGA extremist. A MAGA extremist is someone who respects the rule of law, who also loves the idea of a strong military, believes in free markets, get the government out of the way, less regulation, lots of opportunity. These are all MAGA extremist ideas. Oh yeah, and a closed border. But they don't want to talk about any of those things. Um, Hey folks, let me remind you, Uh, (coughs) excuse me, my friends over at Midas Gold Group can help you protect yourself and your finances. Right now with Joe Biden, we saw the stock market opened up lower today. Why did it open up lower? Inflation is back on the rise again. You know, the Biden administration wants to lie to you about inflation. They say inflation is coming down. Inflation is not coming down. The rate of growth may be coming down. But now that didn't even happen this month. The rate of growth went up 3.1%, 3.4% now. uh, Higher than expected. Where was it under President Trump? Around 1%. So with this inflation rate continuing to grow, you got to do something. I would argue some of your money should be in precious metals. What do you do? Talk to my friends at Midas Gold Group about it. Talk to them about what's right. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. So many of my listeners and viewers use Midas Gold Group, but they're all happy They tell me this personally. I use them and I'm happy with them. Veteran owned too, by the way, and I appreciate their support of this program. Midasgoldgroup.com, Midasgoldgroup.com. All right, so um, presidential immunity. That's the other case that is up for debate now. Um, I don't know if you heard this clip. You've got a DC court that is weighing in on President Trump's claim that he has presidential immunity. Any action he took while president, he is immune from being charged with a crime. Whether a crime was committed or not, it doesn't matter. He's immune. Jack Smith, the special prosecutor in the case, this rogue prosecutor, is arguing that no, that, that doesn't fit here. So he goes up uh, to this three-judge panel, and the three-judge panel is made up of two... Biden appointees and one Bush appointee. So my guess is President Trump is going to lose this and this is going to go back to the Supreme Court um, as well. And, and so um, this was the court raising just obscene, obscure, outlandish possibilities for when presidential immunity could be used. And I want you to listen to just how outlandish this stuff is.
1: Yes or no question. Could a president who ordered SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival who was not impeached, Would he be subject to criminal
2: prosecution? My answer is qualified. Yes, there is a political process that would have to occur under the structure of our Constitution, which would require impeachment and conviction by the Senate. In these exceptional cases, as the OLC memo itself points out from the Department of Justice, you'd expect a speedy impeachment and conviction.
0: All right, so yes, you can be impeached. Listen to their, listen to, again, her question. Listen.
1: Yes or no question. Could a president who ordered SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival was not impeached.
2: Would he be subject to criminal prosecution? My answer is qualified yes there is a political process that would have to occur under our, the structure of our constitution which would require impeachment and conviction by the
0: senate. And the- I mean that, that's literally ridiculous. So no president is going to order at least I don't believe in America. I still believe in this country. I see how devious and deceitful the Democrats are and I told you I don't put it by them to try to kill President Trump but I don't think it's going to be Joe Biden ordering SEAL Team 6 to kill President Trump. So I have faith in the American people that we too will hold people accountable if something like that were to come out they would swiftly be impeached and then my guess is you may or may not be able to try them in criminal court. I may disagree with John Sauer in this that the impeachment is the trial and it is also the conviction. I don't know if you could try them again in criminal court because I think double jeopardy comes into play. You only get can be tried for the crime once in America, which is why, in many of these cases against President Trump, I don't believe he can be tried criminally because he was already tried in in the Senate for his impeachment hearings and acquitted there of those impeachments. But it doesn't stop by the way, it doesn't stop CNN from coming out and making the most ridiculous claims uh, about all of this. Let me play you CNN talking about presidential immunity.
1: There's a distinction between acts as president versus personal acts right if you were to engage in domestic violence for example or sexual assault nobody would say just because you're president uh, you are immune if you are out of office
0: so she makes the distinction but i don't think the constitution makes the distinction there's nowhere in the law of presidential immunity that says When you're acting as president, but not in the capacity of president. This is them making this stuff up as they go. And they say it with such conviction that the viewers will buy into it and believe it. Now, it might not make any sense to us that a president would have immunity for beating up his wife while he's president. But but for not have immunity, uh, have immunity for that and have immunity for using SEAL Team 6 wouldn't you prosecute him in a private life of beating up his wife? You would think, but these are outlandish scenarios. It's the president of the United States. You're talking about one person. The reason you offer up immunity to a president is so he can feel free to make decisions for himself, that he's not going to be sued about every decision he makes. Imagine if a president didn't have presidential immunity. You would have every Tom, Dick and Harry making a defamation claim against him. You would have fraud claims made against him. This is any side of the aisle, Republican or Democrat. You, you would have labor unions suing over policy. They'd be suing them individually. You'd have a, the guy couldn't make any decisions for himself or feel safe in making a decision that he wasn't going to get sued and hauled into court. This is one of the reasons why you have presidential immunity.
1: And you're a former president for that personal uh, conduct. And that's very an extreme version of, of what it would be. And here he was candidate Trump. Although he says that the election was long over, he was trying to make it so that he could be put back into office, that he could change the outcome of that election.
0: I don't think he was trying to change the outcome of the election. What I think President Trump was trying to do was figure out what was the real outcome of the election. What was legitimate, what wasn't. You know, they talk about how the election wasn't stolen and they say it with such conviction, but I would offer up, you have the five battleground states. Every major city in all five battleground states had some kind of shenanigans go on on election night, shutting stuff down. Is that a coincidence? I find it hard to believe that that would be a coincidence. You've got signature verification issues in Arizona and Pennsylvania. You got ballots that you can't figure out where they're coming from, whether the legitimacy. You had private money put into elections office, literally local elections offices. And for any of the fact checkers out there, I am not making any of this stuff up. I'm just stating facts. You had Zuckerberg money literally funding many of these boxes that were put out around uh, cities is that appropriate to have private money funding a public elections office? I say no. So I want answers. I don't think we ever got answers. So to just categorically deny that it, the election was on the up and up, to me, it is, is not doing justice to the American way of finding the truth. Let's get to the back to the basics of finding the truth. Well, the CNN panel continued.
2: The last point that you heard from both is this Pandora's box, floodgates, concern. And, and I think it's a legitimate point. We heard it argued today. Where is the line? Where would this end? The response that we heard from DOJ, which I think was quite effective, was there are safeguards in place. This isn't as simple as president doesn't like someone, boom, they're indicted. There are, first of all, prosecutors who have a duty to only indict people where they have provable evidence. You have grand juries who will have to review that evidence and return an indictment. You have then a trial, trial juries, of course, review for proof beyond a reasonable doubt. And then finally,
0: a court of appeals like the one we just saw today. Yeah, but. You don't have any of those things when you have presidential immunity. See, if President Trump goes out there and changes regulations to the trucking industry and I own a trucking company and I'm mad at him and I sue him for changing regulations for for trucks on the road, that case gets thrown out instantly because he has presidential immunity. You don't use a trial or a jury or a grand jury for these things. He has presidential immunity and the Supreme Court will end up upholding that decision. I don't know why I'm going to do it, but I'll play their so-called legal analyst, who I'm sure he's attorney and I'm not, but I know it's, it Sarah appears like I know more about the law than this guy does.
2: We do have to address this point, this constant refrain that this is somehow Joe Biden going after Donald Trump. I mean, just so people understand, you have the president who nominates the attorney general, who's then confirmed by the Senate. The attorney general, Merrick Garland, then put one more layer in and— put Jack Smith in office as special counsel. And to be clear, there's no evidence of any communication between any of those folks, particularly and Joe Biden. Bar.
0: Excuse me. Fannie Willis's chief prosecutor, the Fulton County District Attorney, is meeting with the White House counsel on two occasions, billing taxpayers for it. How is that not evidence of collusion and at the very least communication? It most certainly is. You say this idiot legal analyst there's no evidence of communication with the attorney general's office and the white house but how do we know that the white house is not giving up any of the information there's been freedom of information request after freedom of information request trying to get communications between the ag's office and the white house surrounding biden corruption president trump and all of these things and we've got nothing don't tell me there's no evidence You can tell me you haven't seen evidence, but let's be honest. You haven't seen evidence because nobody has offered it up. Nobody has let you even look for evidence. That's the problem we face right now. And so CNN, to me, is absolutely out of line. They are devious, and folks, even worse, they are deceitful. Uh, Summing up the Georgia Situation where, just listen to this: Fannie Willis, the prosecutor, allegedly has a love affair with with this uh, prosecutor Wade, who's an attorney, no experience in prosecuting cases, and she has an affair with him. Then hires him, paying him six hundred fifty thousand. Now they're out on vacations. President Trump talked about this.
1: The district attorney is totally compromised. The case has to be dropped. Uh, They went after, I guess, 18 or 20 people. They wanted to go after a lot of other people. They wanted to go after senators. She was out of her mind. Now it turns out that that case is totally compromised. What she did is illegal. So we'll let the state handle that. But what uh, what a sad situation
0: it is. Sad situation is right, Mr. President. So think about what she does. She hires him. He now gets paid 640000 He's meeting with the White House counsel. Why is a local prosecutor in Fulton County, Georgia, meeting with a local prosecutor? Come on, give me a break. Uh, excuse me, we meeting with the White House counsel. Give me a break. Uh, they go on vacations together, fancy meals together. He bills taxpayers $4,000 for his meetings with the White House counsel. <clears throat> it stinks. And now I'm getting word from people who live in Fulton County that are intimately involved with the political process there that Fannie Willis may have rigged the grand jury against president Trump, meaning only jurors were picked that would rule in favor of charging president Trump with these crazy nonsensical bogus allegations. So she rigs the grand jury. This is the allegations. I think there's going to be evidence coming out about that. Fannie Willis has some real problems on, on her hands. The governor of Georgia ought to act, and he ought to act right now and step in and remove Fannie Willis as a prosecutor. Now, I've told you one of my biggest fears, my fear of all fears, is that someone will try to kill President Trump. They can't take him out at the ballot box, all right, unless they cheat. They can't take him out in the courtroom. No matter what happens, he's going to win. He's going to be president. So what's the only way to stop President Trump then? It's to kill him. And then I see this horrible video of reporters allegedly joking about President Trump being assassinated and, oh, I hope he brings a convertible tomorrow, just like JFK. Oh, it's going to be nice weather, Mr. President, they joke. Listen to this barbaric, disgusting audio. And whoever's on this tape ought to be fired instantly. If he's driving, we've got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open. Yeah, or if it's a convertible.
1: Yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, like if he just pulls up like, like JFK. Office, yeah. It's like a like JFK. Just like they told JFK, you know what you
0: should do? You should take a convertible. <laughs> it's so nice out. It's so nice out, Mr. President. Take a convertible so we can assassinate you. That, folks, is sickening to me. And it should be sickening to all of you. The lengths the Democrats go, I don't put it past any of them. Look at at Jeffrey Epstein. That man was murdered in prison. We know it. Why? He had info on powerful people. Powerful people don't like the system being rocked. What is President Trump all about? He's about rocking the system. He's about upending it. He'll be the first to admit to you. He didn't drain the swamp when he got there. He had no realization that the swamp was as deep and dug in as it was, which is why I don't even call it a swamp anymore. You know, Representative Burchett uh, had brought this up on the program. I don't know if he's heard me talk about it before as well, but it is a sewer, not a swamp. A swamp is filled with life. Swamp is actually beautiful. Washington, D.C. is not beautiful. It's filled with zombie-like violent creatures that are willing to do anything for power. It's a sewer. It's filled with rats. That's what it is. Rats and cockroaches. Drain the sewers, and America gets better almost instantly. Um, Hey, folks, don't forget about my friend over at MyPillow. Mypillow MyPillow.com forward slash grant. Use the promo code GRANT uh, for big savings Still, I'm wearing my slippers right now during the podcast. My my pillow slippers. If you don't believe me, I often do this on the podcast. My pillow slippers, right there. Uh, the beautiful part about having a studio in your home. Shh! Don't tell anybody. Studio in the home for the Real America's Voice show too. That's another great secret. But um, uh, I love it. Uh, my pillow. I love to talk about a parallel economy. Mike Lindell can use the business. Use promo code Grant for big savings. And uh, I promise you, you will not regret it. All right, folks, that is going to do it for us today. Uh, The website is grantstinchfield.com, grantstinchfield.com. Stinchfield 1776 is where you can find me. Don't forget the Real America's Voice show tonight. If you're watching on Getter, Rumble, Facebook, thank you for that. I am greatly, greatly appreciative. I'm trying to get my numbers back in Facebook and they just aren't coming back. They've, Totally shut me off on that platform. So if you're watching on Facebook, spread it, because right now Facebook lists my page as unrecommendable. Why? Because I dropped truth bombs. That's why. The left doesn't like truth bombs, folks. They really, really don't. Um, God bless every single one of you. Stinchfield's Army rolls. See you on the Real America's Voice show tonight at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time.